And Richard used to say, aren't you supposed to be reminding Mark to return to his story? Aren't you supposed to be reminding Mark to return to his story? You want to say that one more time? Without slurring your words, you f***ing drunk. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> you supposed we have, to be returning that, my drink? Now we have material <laughs> for the intro. <laughs> and then, Carl, your line is, don't. <laughs> Can you say it again, Richard? Don't. No. no. <laughs> your line is, here, I'm going to piece this in for you. You can still oh read, right, God. Richard? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're not even online. I like Are Carl's you? lights better. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm moving on. No need, Carl. Oh, no. It's Casting from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, and a funny fishy smell announcing show number 59. Good news! Officials have found the Loch Ness Monster's used diaphragm. Mondays is produced by Plop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who paid $8 for a pound of New London Oysters and then 1200 to have his stomach pumped, Carl Franklin. <laughs> it's all about economies of scale. You know, and let's face it, you got a whole lot of scale. I'll give you a whole lot of scale, Campbell. Scale me, baby. Yeah, I'd pay to see that. So, Richard, <laughs> how many ciders have you had tonight? Uh, several. <laughs> that's that's a nice, non-specific answer. Welcome to the Richard Campbell School of Comedy. Step number one: get fucked up drunk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carl. I was just going to say to our listeners that Richard Campbell is drinking for them. <laughs> we, we we've recognized that when Richard Campbell is drunk, our ratings go through the roof. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so every show we send him a crate of liquor, <laughs> and we say, you know, have Drink into this. it, man, go for it. His liver is screaming for help. So, uh, listeners, we we're, we're opening up a donation. There will be a link on the website for donating Richard a couple of pounds of your liver. So you know, hello, we're here for your liver. Hey, I want to share with you guys some email that we got. It's actually a complaint about the uh, the the uh, content, and uh, it says, "Dear guys, I I really must protest about the uh, the content of Mondays recently. It seems that you guys will stoop to nothing to cheap stories about sex and poop in order to get laughs, and that's not yeah. why I listen to you guys. I listen to you for being funny, and this is not funny. This is just sick, sick, sick." Signed, Disgusted. So I just want to say to uh, Disgusted that we will no longer stoop to cheap sexual jokes and potty jokes in order for a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I got good news. What? My office is finished. Holy. Thank freaking God. Now maybe you'll talk about something else when we get together. Is this after the aquarium? 
fiasco? The aquarium disaster in April, yes. Wow. Oh, my God. It's finally over. The painters were in today to touch up the paint. And you got the last fish, like, out of the little wall, the floor joining little I crevices. left them in there as decoration. Okay. They're, they stopped flopping, though, right? Oh, yeah. They've <laughs> okay. been still for a while. Okay. Hey, we're on to dead fish jokes now. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> so, so are you using your your monstrously expensive and over-engineered water cooling system yet? Why? No, I'm still on my dining room table. The painters finished a couple of hours ago. Oh, so you don't want to get more f***ed up from the paint fumes. You're you're good with the cider. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So, <laughs> did they put did they put water cooling hardware into the walls? Oh yeah, all that's done. Taps are in. Wow. You're you know what would be man. impressive, Richard, is to have a water-cooled system with actual fish going through it. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. As long as those fish can stand 60 degrees Celsius yeah, water, that'd be, be That'd fine. be a seriously tropical uh, fish tank. Well, there are some yeah. fish that live at the bottom of the Marianas Trench that have some of that stuff in, you know, yeah, they can live right. off of heat. And every time I turn off my computer, my fish die. <laughs> you have to leave your computer on to keep those tube worms alive. <laughs> right. Excellent. So speaking of hot machines, um, I'm looking for, I'm in the market for a new machine. And, you know, I, I haven't bought a machine in a long time. And I usually put my machines together. I don't buy Dells and I don't buy Hewlett Packards and whatnot, except for laptops. But, but it occurred to me that it's been such a while since I've built one that I'm a little bit out of touch with the new hardware. And so I asked Richard, because he is the toy boy, you know, would, would you spec me on a machine? He goes, uh, if I have to. So, you know, Richard basically doesn't want to do it. So, so I'm asking you, the Monday's listeners, do you, do you have a, a really, if you can think of a really hot machine, maybe it's a configuration of components, maybe it's a complete system, but I mean, I'm looking for serious terabyte-ish, two terabyte, hot swappable RAID, screaming fast, as much RAM as humanly possible, able to run uh, Vista 64-bit. And um, so if you got any suggestions, send them to me at uh, carl at pwop.com. And, uh, you know, well, uh, I guess I'll give something away to the one I pick. Hey, hey, Carl, I've actually got this great deal on this screaming machine. It's a technology. It's it's so new. They don't even have like a regular name for it. They've only got a code name. It's 286. <laughs> and I can set you up with a mean 286 for just under 10 grand. So. Actually, I'm looking for an old 286 so I can put a MIDI for card what? in it. So I can put an old 8-bit MIDI card into it that's dependent on clock speed and, and runs on the software. So if there's any listeners who want to pay the $600 in shipping to move a 300-pound <laughs> 286, slight exaggeration, uh, over here to New London. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Miller? Yeah. 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 You getting geared yeah. up for milliseconds? Yeah, actually. I, in fact, I got a milliseconds. I'm ready to record for milliseconds. Awesome. We record Mondays. Yeah, we've been putting together a, a bunch of them. Yeah. Hey, listeners, just so you know, Carl is holding all the episodes of milliseconds that we've recorded hostage. <laughs> he's not letting them out. We've got a bunch of them already recorded, and he's sitting on them, just sitting on them. In a just reinforced let you know, listeners, bunker. <laughs> if you want them out, you got to put pressure on the Franklinator. I got him on eBay, man. I'm waiting for the highest bidder. I don't know what the f*** you're doing, Franklin. <laughs> Trying to see how much anxiety a man can take. Hey, shut up. Shut up. Can't let Miller hear you. That's, that's what it's all about. The monkeys are taking over. They're taking over the studio. 
The monkeys. You're mocking me again, Carl. I had my fill of monkeys last week when I edited your Best of Mark Miller Part 1. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I listened to half of that show, and I got distracted in the middle of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I was I was funny back then a bit, I think. <laughs> there was some... It sure is interesting parts. how we've progressed. I mean, we used to BS like this a lot more than we do now. And, mm. uh, and, and I don't know if all of it was that funny. Brings a tear <laughs> to my eye. Now, there, there was a lot of not-so-funny uh, Mondays, and fortunately... Kind of like this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was mo- I think it was mostly Nick, actually. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You see what's so cool about that alcohol? The truth just comes right on out. There you go. It was all funny until Nick said something. Yeah, you'll be apologizing, you know, just next to Mel Gibson in a little bit. I'll tell you that. You, you know, I, I didn't mean it. Nick was really good. You know, so, sometimes there are people who can make me seem like a comedic genius and uh, and also really smooth with the ladies. And Nick is one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest thing you've ever said, man. That is hilarious. All right, well, let's keep on with the hilarity, supposedly, with yep. a segment we call Things I've Learned This Week. I've learned that my neighbor Joe, a U.S. Marine who just got back from an extended tour of duty in Baghdad, has a severe case of post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's not good. I've learned that when you take a 100-pound air conditioner unit out of a second-story window by yourself, you should make sure that the neighbor's cat isn't sleeping in the driveway directly under it. Uh Uh-oh. I've learned that most air conditioners don't have tails. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Not initially when they ship, at least. I've learned that Joe has a special marine ring, the beautiful pattern of semi-precious stones, which can be seen in detail on my forehead. I've learned that the banana cream pie that I brought Joe as a peace offering triggers a memory of the day when a band of insurgents blew up a Baghdad bakery by making a cat eat three pounds of plastic explosives and sending it inside. Uh. Well, that's a lovely image. I've learned, and this is the last thing I've learned this week, I've learned that my cat doesn't like to be treated for flamethrower burns with ice-cold water. (laughs) Wow. And that's what I've learned this week. I always say it could be worse. Napalm, not not so nice. That was another war, actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a rough week for Joe. All right, can I do things? Should I do things I've learned this week? I'm sorry. Did you say something? No, I didn't. I, I, there's, okay. a, there's some there's some distortion coming Ms. in. Franklin, on the Mr. Phone Franklin, Franklin, can there. I do things I've learned this week just like you? Yeah, it is a little distortion. It sounds kind of like Hollywood distortion. It actually, does it's sound Cal- like Los Cali- Angeles distortion. California Definitely. distortion. Yeah, coming from a Mr. Franklin, Mr. Franklin, can I can I be like you? Can there I do things again. I've learned Jeff, this week? Can you can you yeah, do something hang on, about I got, that? Let me turn down the suck a little bit. Turn down I, the suck a little bit. Mr. Franklin, Mr. Franklin, Mr. Franklin, Mr. Franklin. The knobs jammed. I cannot do it, Captain. Uh, oh, Pull down the suck fader a little bit, yeah, Mr. Look. Franklin. Mr. Franklin, and then I'll I'll try to turn I just up the funny. Want to be funny. like you? Yeah, turn up the funny. <laughs> turn up the funny knob. Could you find that funny knob, please? You know, I'm just realizing 
that we three all suck and Karen is really the anchor for the show? <laughs> Absolutely. Wait a minute, wait a minute. One, two, three. Am I not even counted in on that list? God damn. Oh, man. Jeff, that is the second funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Boy, I'm on a roll. Oh, this man. is the best of Jeff Maceo. <laughs> and that's sad. It's very sad. That's funny. Jeff, you're going to a family reunion or something? What's that all about? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to a family reunion. And, you know, I, I was going to try to talk about the family reunion on the show, and I couldn't really think of anything funny about the family reunion except my hot cousin. And, you know, I'm not really at liberty to discuss the details of that because there's still some court action pending. And it's, Oh, yeah, he's gay, Jeff. I stay away from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, he turned that right around. Oh, man, Mark. <laughs> oh, boy. Mark, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> man. Oh. Um. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Next story. Mark, you got some people dumber than me? I do. Don't you want to hear the things I've learned this week? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for People Dumber Than Me. Oh, this is where Mark Miller talks about all the people making the news that are dumber than him. And he figures if they're dumber than him, they're probably also dumber than you. And will therefore make you feel better about yourself. I'm Mr. Miller. Mr. Bracken. This story is called The Big Bang. By the way, this story was sent in by Adrian Bowles. I think that's also the same Spotty Bowles guy that was sending in stuff before. Thanks, Spotty. Thanks, Spotty. Hmm. Hey, Carl. Yeah. I think, by the way, I got a new sponsor to replace those cocksuckers at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I, I'm actually kind of interested in this, seeing as this the, is those my Those cocksuckers at KFC who are suing us now, by the way. <laughs> anyway, just listen for it. See if you can tell. All right. Ron Cox was in quite a predicament. You see, Carl, his kitchen floor <laughs> tiles were covered with glue. I'm not making up his name, okay? Just let's just get your mind out of the fucking gutter, all right? This is his name. C O X, all right? Thank I get you. It. Speaking of which, I was remember when I was in uh, Vegas, I was uh, had some uh 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 what the heck is this stuff called? The uh cable anti-stuttering cream? Cable was called Cox Cable. Whenever you called them up, they'd be, thank you for calling Cox, and Cox would like to help you. We're really happy that you called Cox. And I just kept like, what is happening? So, you know, anyway, I, I know, Mark, that you have a bad tendency of watching Cox at all odd hours, but come on. Just, just, we don't need to hear about it on the show. I know. I didn't want to just subscribe to that. What's going on? What you got to so, get for your TV is a Cox blocker. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, uh, I figure that'll be on Don Richard's segment later on. Anyway, welcome to the best of Carl Franklin. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Cox was in quite a predicament. You see, Carl, his kitchen floor tiles were covered with glue. Now, don't ask me how the glue got there in the first place, Carl. I won't. It might, it might have been a simple accident, or Mr. Cox might have been playing a game that happens to be one of my favorite pastimes. Glue your ass to the kitchen floor. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, the good old days. Back then, Carl, there was no such thing as video games to suck out your brains with a relentless determination, <laughs> turning all participants Ugh. into mindless lumps of human flesh. Reminds <laughs> me of a girl I once knew. Exactly. Like I say, kids, in the old days, TV hadn't been invented yet. So it was either play with the Lincoln Logs or break out the Elmers and play glue your ass to the kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Guaranteed hours of fun. 
Imagine the look on your mom's face when she comes in and tells you to get up and you say, sorry, mom, I can't. You see, my ass is glued to the kitchen floor. <laughs> Hilarious. That's hey, unbelievable. For extra fun, try it without any pants. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, Carl? Where are you going with this? What do you mean by that, Carl? Do you have some kind of irrational objection to the topic of ass glue? <laughs> is there some dark ass glue secret in your past that you can't bear to bring up? Do you need some ass glue therapy? Because if you do, I've had mine, and I can tell you it did wonders for my little problem, Mr. Carl Franklin. Ask glue sensor extraordinaire. You know, I'm going to leave in you asking me to say that line so people can really understand what a dickhead you really are. I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> no, here's your next line. I'm pasting it in your I am. <laughs> Read that and try to pretend like you're sincere. Who's barking? Is that your barking fish again? Richard? <laughs> what the f***? What the f***? <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit if the show's funny to listen back, because I'm having a great time. <laughs> Barking fish. Mark, I'm not trying to censor you. You've got a tendency to get a little off track and i've noticed that in this case you managed to get completely off track before even starting your story excuse me carl but the last time i checked we were living in a free country since when has our country been free hmm let me see now let's see when was that last time i checked it was 2000 i think just before the presidential election <laughs> <laughs> i remember distinctly we had a free country back then <laughs> exactly Hey, Carl! What? Aren't you supposed to be reminding Mark to return to his story? No need, Carl! <laughs> Don't! So, Don't. with the fun game of Ask Lou behind him, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cox next turned his focus to cleaning the mess. And what better product to tackle a messy game of Ask Lou than <laughs> Sillet Bang! That's right, kids. If you haven't seen Sillet Bang, then you don't know what you're missing. Go out to shrinkster.com slash hotel indigo uniform. That's H-I-U. Hey! Hew! Hi, Barry what the Scott hell is here, this? asking whether you have problems with limescale, rust, ground in dirt. They're a challenge for some household cleaners, but not for Sillet Bang, the incredible cleaning sensation. Simply spray it on and tiles gleam. Ah, scale is simply calcium bang. that sticks. And if All right, we'll move on. We'll let you read the list of the rest of that. Imagine it's that incredible cleaning sensation. Okay. Also, I've got a screenshot of their logo. Hey, Carl, are you familiar with some of those optical illusions where you stare at the image for long enough, it burns a pattern into your retina, so you still see it even with your eyes closed? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, take a look at this, Carl. Now, this may just be me, but I want to see if you say see the same thing. Go out to shrinkster.com slash hotel indigo tango. That's H-I-T. Now, this Hit. this could be just my mind playing my tricks on tricks on me. <laughs> oh, Jeez, no. it. But look, if I look at this thing long enough, I start thinking about something else. <laughs> 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 now, Mr. Cox had been using. You, you guys see it, don't you? <laughs> All right. 
Oh, you got me. Mr. Cox had been using Sillet Bang to get the glue off of his kitchen floor tiles. But unfortunately, Mr. Cox was not getting the bang for the buck he expected. In fact, <laughs> he found it such hard work, he decided to add some petrol. That's also known as gasoline here in the United States. <laughs> That's right, Carl. Mr. Cox mixed in a liberal amount of highly volatile fuel into the Sillet Bang. Let's see, using a fossil fuel as a cleaning fluid. That's 494 <laughs> points. <laughs> as Mr. Cox worked hard to scrub the explosive substance into his kitchen floor, the fumes <laughs> wafted up through Mr. Cox's house, increasing in density and working their way into his living room, where the pilot light in Mr. Cox's gas boiler was flickering oh so happily. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Mr. Cox was still scrubbing when the fumes came into contact with flame. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the blast blew out the bay window and destroyed the ceilings and walls in Mr. Cox's home. Oh. <laughs> According to the next door neighbor, Dave Mike Mitchison, quote, we heard an almighty bang. I rushed around and found Ron shocked but unhurt. What an asshole. <laughs> Unquote. According to Mr. Cox, I couldn't believe the damage. It was just a cupful. <laughs> Just a cup full of gasoline. Mr. Richardson put out a small fire in the lounge and called authorities. Humberside Fire Chief Stuart Spence said, Ron is very lucky. Nobody should ever try to use petrol as a cleaner. <laughs> Leave it to the fire chief to tell us that. So, Mr. Cox, you ass glue gaming, floor scrubbing, petrol mixing, sillet bang boomer. <laughs> You, sir, are dumber than me. Yes, yes you, you are. are. Yeah. And that's it. It's only a cupful, only enough to move an 800-pound machine about 10 or 15 miles. It's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. I still got things I learned this week. You okay, didn't learn anything. Okay, now it's time for Richard. 39, 39 boys. Speakers in my living room. 39 speakers. In my living room. This is where Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet that you should be applauding and very afraid of at the same time. <laughs> this isn't right. We're only a half hour into the show. It's a short show. It's a short show. No uh, I got things I've learned this week. Hey, what a great idea. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> you men, you fucking geeks! Oh, I can't. Your brother, go on, my brother. Oh, you, you, I can't do, believe me. So I got. Oh, you think so? Oh, you big Hummer driving gasoline cousin. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of construction crews in my house lately. Yes. And I was thinking, I need to get these guys a Christmas present, something that would benefit them, and benefit me. And the rest of the world at large. Some sillet bang. And I found it. And I'm grateful to find it. And I want to show it to you now. It's at shrinkster.com slash H-I-X. Hotel Indigo X-Ray. Hicks. Hey, speaking of which, that one, one that I had, shrinkster.com slash hit, H-I-T, I'm yeah. willing to sell that, by the way, if somebody wants to buy that from me. <laughs> A little late. <laughs> so, the company Duluth Trading Co. I like it. Making what's called the Long Tail T. And what's important about a long tail T? It covers up the bits of the construction crew that you don't want to see. <laughs> oh, oh, I love this Dick and Jane style illustration on the bottom right. Oh, yes. yeah. That's... A little lady in her apron going, oh, oh, oh my <laughs> God. The plumber bent over the sink. I think she spotted a food baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
not to piss off that guy who didn't want to hear any more of that oh, kind of man. humor, but but she's got that look on her face like it looks like your food baby's about this long. What's coming out of there? God. Anyway, I just I needed to get that out because, you know, it's been an issue for me lately. Going back to a classic, shrinks.com slash H-I-Y, Hotel Indigo Yankee. You remember the guys at Art Lebedev? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what they have in production? No, it's not what you hope. It's the three-key keyboard. We've seen this. Woo, three this keys. Is, I actually got an email from them saying, we are sending this to you now. That's right. I ordered this like months ago. It's shipping at the end of the month. Now, of course, the original three-key keyboard was the one that only had the control, alt, and delete keys on it. <laughs> but this one actually is programmable. Right. So it's a USB device, three keys, each one having a 96 by 96 pixel display built in, mm -hmm. uh, organic LED. Ooh. And if you'll notice, when you come to the site, there's actually a link that says, buy now. They're already sold out of their first shipment lot, wow. which is going out at the end of August. They've got a second lot in production now for September 15th. Wow, that's great. Finally, huh? This is pretty yeah. cute. I just wish it had four, not three. You know what? Why four? <laughs> I, I'm well, looking at the three is really hard. If you want to do something with one to shift the functionality of the other two buttons or the other buttons, but if you have three other ones, then you can really do hey, something. How about, the, uh, how about the shift key on your regular keyboard? Mm. Yeah, mm. maybe. What we really want is the whole keyboard, right? I want the whole keyboard, yeah. You know what I, I, I like about this thing that's that was it's it's obvious from looking at the site, but I hadn't thought of is it doesn't matter what way you have this thing oriented because you can just change the layout of the graphics on it, rotate them ninety degrees. That's right. So you can have it three vertical, three horizontal. So this would be this could be really awesome. Although yeah. I'm, I would point out that three keys cost you one hundred and sixty dollars. Mm. These are bigger mm. keys though than the ones that are on the regular Sounds keyboard. Sounds like keys to a Mercedes. Yeah, I'm just figuring if they made a regular size 96 key keyboard, that's going to run. Oh, I know, it's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. Just that's one neighborhood of 6,000 bucks. Well, you know, we're all doing our part. We're buying the things that they sell now so we can keep them in business and economies of scale, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. These bitmaps, I think, are 96 by 96. Yeah. Uh, these screens, I mean. And I, Little yeah. bitmaps. So I, I, and I would imagine that the, the, the ones on the regular key would be, regular keyboard for regular key would be like, I don't know, 40 by 40, something well, like that. It depends on how tight the resolution is on the display. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean the first one's coming out. I'm just you guessing. You never know. Just guessing. Hey, speaking of computer technology, check out this. Shrinkster.com slash HJ0. Hotel Juliet Zero. Dude, I'm sorry to, 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 to take you back to the keyboard stuff, the Optimus stuff, but if I had, I just realized if I have every key on here with a screen on it, I could like show a full movie yes. across the whole keyboard. If I wanted porn to. Porn under your fingers. And it could be touch-sensitive porn, too. That's very good. That's, man. I could make millions. Millions, millions of dollars. Oh, this is great. This is great, Richard. HJ0. Oh, sorry. HJ0? Yes. This is very clever. Yeah, I like it. It's a kite. <laughs> shaped like a cursor. Just a kite. It's just shaped like a cursor arrow. I love the photos. And the photos with the chick don't hurt. That's yeah. hilarious. And is that, I, it, have you ever wanted to double click more? No. <laughs> no. Um. She looks like, in that second picture, though, she might be in pain soon. Yes. <laughs> it looks like it might hurt. <laughs> uh, well, great. it depends, I guess, on what it's made out of. And, you know, her top does not appear to match her bottom. Uh, I had a little they, looking. It looks I like they match just fine to me. 
I'm slightly critical. You are, are you? Mark's all about user interface. She's in serious danger in this bottom picture, though. <laughs> Speaking of serious danger, take a look at HJ1. Hotel Juliet 1. Whoa! And the guy says it's street legal. What? The street legal jet-powered beetle. What? Oh, Jesus. man. <laughs> Yeah, street legal unless you go a little bit too far past the crosswalk sign. And it's <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. The funny part is he, he keeps scrolling down. I mean, he's got some great photographs of this jet engine bolted to the back of this beetle. And, you know, I can't even begin to tell you how loud it must be in that vehicle That's, when that thing is running. He must that have. turbine has no cover on it at all. The the intake vent is right there. Like if you don't leave the sunroof open, you're going in the engine. I would hate to tailgate this guy. Uh, he at least does. I I see that he's at least got a mesh screen covering the intake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All in all, I know. Don't leave coins in the ashtray. This is really? like this is like. Oh my god! He has a moped with one. Yeah, that's the one. That, you know, that's what I was actually looking for. When I saw the moped with the two jet engines on it for, you know, three quarters of the way down, oh, that's what I wanted. But I realized I was never going to get past the Volkswagen with the jet engine yeah. in the back. Check out the cop. Yeah, the he's, he's, look at the cop. He's looking all befuddled. He's like, well, <laughs> I don't think that's your, um, I don't think you can drive that. Oh, wow. <laughs> The, the moped is hilarious. Oh, my God. The moped is brilliant, what? and it's only a mock-up. Okay, right? hang on a sec. Update 71806. You have to give the California Department of Motor Vehicles credit for creativity on this one. A DMV insider has disclosed to me that the DMV has made a formal request to a federal agency to rule if my beetle constitutes a threat to national security based on <laughs> what could happen if it got into the wrong oh, hands. Yeah, you could fly that into a building, man. Uh Oh, is it, isn't it too soon for that kind of joke, Carl? I'm sorry. <laughs> now that's yeah. I love his first great. question. Does that mean I'm in the right hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. still, love the scooter. Oh, that's great. <laughs> love the scooter. Very cool. That would be something to see going down the road. Little scooter, pair of jet engines on it. It'd be just like that movie E.T. where the bikes fly. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like it. Because that, you know, more than anything, I do want a flying motorcycle. That's absolutely annoying. who does. I don't have a flying motorcycle. You know, I thought we were living in the future. Yeah. yeah. What, what, the what the fuck cars. happened with that, Jeff? I thought we were living in the future. I thought you're right. Are you ready for the link that'll take you to the future? Oh, I'm ready. Take me to com slash HJ2 Hotel Juliet 2 and a brand new bike called. Oh, yeah. This is the future. The treadmill bike. Yep. That's right. You want to ride a bike, but you don't like pedaling, so you'd rather run. <laughs> yeah, okay, guys. So uh, you run on a treadmill mounted on a bike. Mm. Yeah, if this is the future, I'll um, I'll catch you on the flip side. I got a building to jump off of. No, so this is Canadian <laughs> technology. So, so Richard, you and the Canadians also invented the wheelbarrow. I, I like that it says 2,500 Canadian, eh? <laughs> Why don't you just run? Uh, do, does yeah. this mean you run faster? I like riding a bike, hey, but do, I don't like pedaling. Do you run faster with this thing? In other words, since you got wheels and stuff? Man, I... Does That's anybody an excellent know? excellent question, Mike, but... I, uh, Mark, my my but name I is Mark, drunk man. Mark? <laughs> hey, Mark. I don't know. 
Wow. But I got another toy for you. That's not the future, my friend. <laughs> oh, I show you the future now. Are you ready? Yes. Shrinkster.com slash HJ3. Hotel. Okay. I can, I can show you the future. Richard Three. with a hangover. And the site is Stride Life. Is that a Davy and Goliath thing you're doing there? Or what kind of voice Davey. is that? Davy. Daisy. Day no, day not day. Daisy. Davy. <laughs> Too much alcohol, Carl. Right. Next time, half a case. <laughs> uh, Richard, have you actually heard the original Daisy recording? I'm of course you have. Crazy. <laughs> half a case, Carl. That's it. We've lost Richard. That's a show. Hey, I've got things I've learned this week. But wait, wait. I got to tell you about this toy. This is a jacket that flashes. Yeah, we saw it, man. It will give you seizures. Hey, let's give this to Karen. Ah, flashing yes, flashing jacket. jacket you don't yeah. even have to open. <laughs> That's funny. Dun, dun, dun. Once we explained it, it was funny. Okay, next <laughs> Once one. Once I explained it. <laughs> what did we turn into the Cheech and Chong's show? What What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Ooh. Dave's not here. <laughs> All right. Fine. F*** yeah. I'm going to show you a cell phone. <laughs> Stringster.com slash HJ4. Hotel Juliet 4. The guys are spark fun. And this is really spark a cell fun. phone. GSM. 500 bucks. Huh. Cool. A portable it's a rotary, rotary phone. GSM phone. That's oh. right. Battery powered. Now, can you imagine pulling this out of your bag ringing? That's great. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? On a park bench somewhere. On a park bench, phones ringing with real bells. Everybody's looking at you. You pull this out of your pocket. Does it really? <laughs> Chief, it really I rings. thought I told you never to call me ah. here. <laughs> you better be Commissioner Gordon, man. That's This is fucking awesome. Isn't that a br beautiful, this, beautiful thing? This is the future. Uh, <laughs> or is it the opposite of the future? Uh, I don't know. That's awesome. I need this. Welcome to the <laughs> 2040s. Does it have the original bells that sound just like yes, a real? Yes, the original oh, bells great. are in it. That's great. You know, I try and stay away from pet toys. Because generally speaking, pet toys are stupid. <laughs> but then I've come to realize that it's because pet owners are stupid. And so in my collection of stupid pet owner toys, I will believe, begin with shrinkster.com slash HJ5, Hotel Juliet 5, proof that you really can sell anything you want to stupid pet owners. And it is premium bottled water for pets. But, but, but. No, wait. Think hard about this. Oh. Premium bottled water for pets. That's fucking dumb. So, wait. Oh, God, it's beef flavored. <laughs> that is fucking dumb. I actually could use some beef flavored water for myself. <laughs> well, nobody's going to stop you from drinking it. I'm gonna stop him drinking it. I'll I'll come over and I'll punch him right in the nose. I you know what I you know screw podcasting. I got a new business idea. Get some tap water. Get some bouillon water bottles and there a website. You, go. you got money. You got money right there. And just in case you buy too much of the water, shrinkster.com slash hj six hotel juliet six <laughs> and the prototype of float a pet. That's right. 
the CO2 powered <laughs> inflatable collar for your dog. <laughs> so if your little poopy falls in the water, the collar automatically inflates. Hopefully he didn't put it on too tight and just pop his little head right off. Because we all know that chihuahua <laughs> drownings are way too frequent in this way world. Too I, and I especially like the picture there of the chihuahua with his inflated collar floating down the flooded road. I would also point out the digitally enhanced image of the profile of a chihuahua floating on the collar in the water, looking like he has entirely too many limbs. Yeah, what's, <laughs> yeah, what's what? going That's on? Right. Which, yeah, what's poking out there? What is that? Yeah. Is that a boy dog? I don't know. I don't know. Artist rendering. They don't tell you it's radioactive carbon dioxide. That's a webbed foot duck style <laughs> coming out of the, the, uh, the monster dog's stomach. Looks like a tuning fork sticking out his front. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know what the hell's going on He's here. holding a candy cane. <laughs> what the f*** is going on? This dog needs more than this. <laughs> it's a chihuahua. How badly did you want to save it? This really? is really... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you thought that was screwed up, take a look at this. Shrinkshow.com slash HJ7, Hotel Juliet 7. It wasn't enough to take care of your dog. Now we're going to take care of your house. Have you ever been unsure about what to put in the corner of your house? Maybe you'd like a fireplace. Maybe you'd like a fountain. Or maybe you'd like a hearthfall, which is both. I actually kind of like this. So, you know, screw you. It's a fireplace that has a sheet of water coming down the front of it. I like it. Well, at least if you burn yourself, you have somewhere to put the burn under right away. I was going to say, maybe you get a break on insurance with this thing in your house. <laughs> there you, you go. Know. Yeah, the sparks fly through and are put out on the your, way. Your fire insurance goes down, but your flood insurance goes up. Yeah. There you go. If, if I had this, guys, I would just want to keep all day saying, hey, kids, watch this trick. And reach my hand in through the water, grab a lock, pull it out, and go <laughs> screaming, ah, and then put it back in. I do that all day long, man, for fun. All right. So on the Monday's website, we have a PayPal donation button for buying Mark one of these. <laughs> this does but look this really cool. An, this brought up an interesting idea to me that if if you could, you know, put the make the front of a fireplace falling water, maybe there was other place you could put it. And then I discovered shrinkster.com slash HJ8, Hotel Juliet 8. Going all the way, completely all out, the water door. Wow. So that's it. That's the whole door is a frame that has water falling through it. Uh, you don't want to open it too fast, I guess, right? That's what I'm thinking. You want to take your time opening and closing that door. Oh, I mean, but it actually a production item. You can get them made to size, $2,000 a shot, the water door. Wait a minute, Richard. Is the door in between the panes of glass so it never the water never comes out? Why, no. The water <laughs> goes all over the f***ing place. That's why it's ah. got that tray at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, so, I you know, back to that fireplace, how hot do you think that water gets as it's moving, you know, near the fire? Boiling. It warms up pretty, pretty warm. I'm thinking no. You know, yeah, I so. Richard, I want to see you do that, but integrate it into your water cooling system. There you go. The water is nice and warm because it's pumped through my machines. Yes. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, you know, this would be my luck. I'd get this for my front door for security, right? Against all the psychos trying to terrorize me. I'd say, Don't come to my door. I'm not opening it up. And they just <laughs> walk right through. You yeah. get me. <laughs> well, if you see anybody wet, you know they weren't invited. Yeah, that's ah. right. Hey, Don't- you're wet and you're holding a knife. <laughs> you weren't invited. Get out. Get out. You're clearly wet. 
I got <laughs> one more left for you. Are you ready for this? Yes. Go for it. Shrinkster.com slash HJ9, Hotel Juliet 9, and a product called The Dareway, not affiliated what? with the Segway in any way. Or it's Amway. The Dareway. The now, take a good look at the pictures. Oh. It may seem familiar, but I would point out that it's 200 bucks as opposed to a certain similar product, which is about $4,000. And it's for kids, looks like. Well, yes. It's also got three wheels and actually goes around in circles faster than it goes forward. Oh. <laughs> it weighs 30 pounds. So it's a little vomit rocket. There you go. You, you pull the trigger, you spin around and around in circles until you barf. Now you've had your experience with a Segway. I think I'll give one of these to my neighbor, Joe. Nice. This is this is twisted. This Very is, twisted. I like the dareway. Where the I like hell the do you come up with this stuff? The dareway. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, okay. the, the name scares me a bit. It's kind of like we dare you to try We dare it. you to be dumb enough to buy this from us. Yeah, maybe. Okay. The website's dumber than me. That's what Richard's segment should be called. Websites dumber than me. Hey, speaking of doing other people's segments, I've got things I've learned this week. All right, so that's a show. We'll uh, see you next week. <laughs> Damn you, and Franklin. Maybe, maybe Karen will be back. Maybe. And uh, be good. Stay well. Be nice to each other. And Don't floss your cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he said. But if you're going to floss your cat, don't use the minty stuff. Uh. Cat, so use the chicken-flavored floss. Available now. All right, Mark, let's hear it. Okay, do I get any music for this or no? No. <laughs> no, you're already pushing it, man. Mr. Franklin? Okay. I've learned that traveling by plane after a major terrorist event is truly a pain in the ass. <laughs> I've learned that the average wait time for 2,000 people in the single line that extends all the way to ticketing and then down some stairs and winding back and forth in the parking lot, all feeding into a single security checkpoint, the wait time is roughly four fucking hours. <laughs> I've learned that when the line gets this long, they have to pay a guy to hold a sign reading, End of Line is Here. Yep. <laughs> I've learned that airport security guards are some of the biggest fucking morons to ever come out of the big fucking moron factory. <laughs> Which, incidentally, must be located somewhere in my neighborhood. How else can you explain so many fucking morons walking around in one place? <laughs> I've learned that amid all this terrorist insanity, I can still bring an 8-inch long solid steel wrench onto my flight, as well as a small pair of razor-sharp scissors. <laughs> so true. I've learned that while I am allowed to carry in my hand luggage enough tools to completely dismantle the Boeing 747 in flight, <laughs> I am not allowed to bring in baby food. <laughs> Apparently I can bring down the entire flight With my personal collection of beech nut apples and chicken <laughs> And finally I've learned that when an airport security guard asks Hey what's in this heavy bag The best response is not Why it's a baby food bomb <laughs> uh, Yeah 